So I think it's important to talk about this topic because I feel like it's an epidemic of fake connections when it comes to just the world in general, but definitely when it comes to dating. And the thing about fake connections is on top of a person wasting time, it can really and truly affect their outlook as well as have some type of residual impact on their emotional well-being or emotional or mental health. So we're going to get into fake connections. I'm going to, of course, we all know what it is, right? But I wanted to give you some things to look out for in order to identify them and then what to do outside of ending communication, what to do to either make sure that this is what you're experiencing and then what to do in the aftermath to make sure that you are taking care of you. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. So fake connections are one of those things that we cannot ignore and unfortunately not avoid because it's in every aspect of our lives. You may have had fake friends. You may have had colleagues that might have stabbed you in the back. It's just a part of life. And unfortunately, when you're dating, it can make you extremely exhausted. A lot of times people just back away from dating and relationships altogether because of the experiences that they've had and the impact and effect. Now, a person who is not genuinely interested in you, for the most part, we expect or hope that they either want to communicate it or that they back away, right? That they end things. Regardless of how they ended, please exit yourself from said person's life if you're not interested. But people that want to uh, stick around, they're doing it for a purpose. And that purpose is whatever benefit that they are receiving. And it's unfortunate we have people like that in the dating pool, but this is how life is. So there are some things that you want to look out for in order to easily determine if this connection is genuine or not. Now, I will say this, it is safe to understand that sometimes you'll have a connection and it fades away, maybe not for you, but for that other person, right? But again, genuinely, a person, especially a person that is in a healthy state or frame <laughs> would just communicate to you directly. And again, sometimes they just fade away, but there is a benefit that this person is receiving. So that's why they stick around. And so one way to really tell if somebody is really and truly not genuinely into you like that is to pay attention how invested they are in the things that are important to you. And I'm not speaking financially. I'm talking about how invested they are into things that you care about. Your stories about what happened to you today or you know, the fact that you have an interview coming up, you know, they may, they're interested in you and invested in you. They, they may say, Hey, what are you going to wear? Or, you know, do you need me to, if, if they're able to right? do you, 
do you want to role play uh, for your interview? Not saying they have to be that involved, especially if it's early on, but you get the gist of it. They are genuinely into the things that you are interested in. And then they'll follow up the day of your interview and say, good luck. And then even afterwards, want to know how it went. A person that is not really genuinely wanting a true connection with you could really care less. They may ask you how your day is, right? They may even ask you how to interview us, but on a, a on a deeper level, you can tell if a person is genuinely interested in the things that matter the most to you. So that's just one mild example. But again, they, they are invested in what's going on in you, in your world, just as much as you are invested in what's going on with them in their world. The second thing to look out for is excessive, over-the-top <laughs> flattery. Now, we all love flattery. We all love compliments. Everyone likes this, both, both men and women. But a lot of times, people who are really in it just for what they can get, they want to hurry up and win you over, right? And the best way to win somebody over is to compliment them. We all know this. But you can kind of tell when it's not genuine because the person with a fake motive, a fake connection motive they want to speed things along they don't want things to slowly develop right so they're not waiting until you have really proven yourself in these different areas they may constantly praise you on how great of a person you are and you really just met them they may have heard one or two stories that you shared about your experiences but they constantly remind you of how wonderful you are and it's similar to love bombing. And actually, in a lot of cases, depending on how thick they lay it, it is or can be considered love bombing. If you don't want that, know what that is, Google it. We also have an episode on this podcast about love bombing as well as narcissistic personality disorder, because that is one of the things the narcissists do. Now, understand this, just because the person love bombs or uses that tactic or technique does not mean that they are a narcissist. So just understand that. But excessive compliments like things, for example, you're such a great mom, you're such a great dad, when they really don't know that, right? So compliments are good, but excessive compliments without merit, right, or substance is really, really, really something to look at, especially early on in the courtship phase, okay? So moving on to the next thing, which is so important inconsistency that is inconsistency in every facet right if you're not seeing them on what you guys have both agreed to be a consistent basis and I say both because we do have people who are across different state lines so you really can't see each other as often as a person who lives in the same state but if you're starting to see an inconsistent pattern regardless of what your routine is, is something to really look out for. And this is a pattern as far as going out and seeing each other, as well as communication in other ways, such as via text or phone. If you guys started off uh, talking every day or at least five times a week, and now it's, you don't hear from them for a whole week, and then they're back on again, back off again, or hot and cold type of treatment, then it's pretty, pretty spot on that you're dealing with a person who is not really and truly concerned about 
being there for you or being around you. Like when you meet someone, you kind of want to, you know, not necessarily always be under them, but at least keep some level of consistent communication, even if it's just to find out how great their day was, right? And a lot of times it, it happens where, okay, yeah, we talk every day, but if you really, really think about it, you're not really talking every day. You may have talked every day, but now it's texting all the time. That is still inconsistent communication. Whatever you guys know to be consistent, whatever you're comfortable with, if that changes, there's a change in the consistency level. And then the last one that I'll share, again, like I stated before, there's quite a few. The last one that I will share today is their actions are not aligning up with their words. Their actions have to match their words. A lot of times people fall in love with the idea, the romance, everything that is spoken. But if those actions aren't in alignment, then what do you have? You need to make sure that someone is matching your energy instead of you matching their energy. And I'll explain what that means. If you are putting a lot of effort and energy and time and they are not reciprocating, you fall back not with the intentions of teaching them a lesson, right? If they're not giving, you don't give, but you don't play the game of give and take, right? Because a person will notice that you're not giving and then they may start running it back up, right? Doing the things they did at first just to get you back into the trap, okay? So your fake connections are really and truly not genuinely interested, right? The communication is not consistent. Their actions don't align up with their words. Uh, they are often constantly open to flattering you uh, all the time. Love bombing, uh, as I stated, is a tactic or a technique that they use that is definitely manipulative and something to um, make sure that you look out for. These techniques and tactics are used time and time again. And so it's important to look out for those, especially early on in the courtship phase. There's plenty others, but those are the main ones. Those are kind of like the easier, easiest ones that people use. The thing that's so important as we move on to the next part is to understand that you have the key. You are able to control how things develop and how things end. It's quite natural when there are wonderful experiences and you have an idea of how the future can be with this person and you may have felt that okay I think I found the one right it is easy to really and truly want to continue to live and move within that idea that things are great but the most important thing that you can do is be accountable to yourself when you see that things are not in alignment, you have to take a step back and assess your overall situation. A person that's not genuinely into you, they are still hanging around for a benefit. So you may need to look back and say, hmm, what benefit am I providing? A lot of times the benefit is attention. 
Sometimes people just like having attention. And it's not about you because they could get attention from anybody, but you're just one of many, or you are the one at this time giving them the attention that they need. The second way that people use is because they just don't want to be alone. They're not used to being alone. They're not used to not having someone to hang out with and, and kick it and what have you. They just need another person because they don't want to be alone. The third is sex. That person's not really devoting time or energy into you, but they're available for when it's time to link up. So if you cut, if that's gone, then what do you really have, right? People have fulfilling relationships and courtships with everything involved that I just mentioned, right? But if there's other areas that is not being fulfilled, then what benefit is it for you to continue on? Sometimes people are okay and doing this fake stuff because they're getting some type of benefit. Maybe they need a place to stay. You'll be surprised how many people know that they're about to be evicted and they just do whatever they can and quickly work on their plan to find a place to stay or a person to live with. A fake connection because their intention is not genuinely for that person is survival. This is the same for people who use people for money and finance. Fake connections are always looking for a benefit. You have to be aware of what's going on and be okay with not only acknowledging it for what it is, but be okay with making the decision to cut ties. Now, a lot of times people say, well, I'm not quite sure because this is easy for your mind to get cloudy because no one's really telling you, hey, I'm using you, right? And you're like, oh, she's such a sweet person or oh, he's such a nice guy, but in all actuality, they are using you. And sometimes it's hard to even hear it from friends or family, right? But I trust, trust me this, if a person is genuinely interested in you, and you find that you feel that you're uncomfortable with certain things, maybe because of the way you feel, there's no need to say, hey, I think you're using me. If you want to stick around and figure it out as opposed to I'm out because this is the way I feel. If you want to, if you don't quite trust that everything is what's in front of you, you want to figure out a little bit more, start laying down some no's. Start saying no things. Start setting some boundaries and see how the dynamics change. Don't announce, I'm going to stop this. Just see how the dynamics change when it comes to that. Because in all actuality, when you're not comfortable with the way things are going and you start to wonder if this person's really into me, then there are boundaries that need to be set until you feel comfortable enough to proceed. If you feel like they're always asking for money and then you say no, and then all of a sudden you see a change, either a change in their attention towards you where they just start 
backing away because, oh, well, that meal ticket's over with. Or if they start laying it on thick because they don't want to lose that meal ticket, then you have a pretty good idea. A person that's genuinely interesting you and you start pulling away, they are genuinely connected enough to acknowledge and notice and stick around until until you feel comfortable in whatever that you that you are providing. And then a lot of times the real connection, they don't want you to feel that way. They didn't realize that you were feeling used in certain aspects and they attack the feeling as opposed to trying to convince you to give them what you stop giving. Okay. So pay attention to that. Now I want to also go over some of the the aftermath that people deal with as well as give some tips on how to or one huge tip on how to move forward so it's normal to feel upset angry and foolish we've all played the fool sometime um is normal it is normal to begin to question your judgment or to be upset at the dating pool and what we have it is normal to want to go back to maybe a former partner because this dating stuff is is a hot mess like it's all of those feelings are normal feelings and normal emotions that anyone should have when it comes to encountering a connection that you thought was real. It can lead to feelings of depression. So it's very, very important that you heed to this next set of advice that I provide to you before we close. Number one, take care of self. Take care of your mental health. That is so key. Can't, nobody can do that for you. It is important that you don't lose your mind behind a person that really and truly acted like they cared when deep down inside their intentions weren't pure. Okay. A lot of times when you come to the realization that your judgment was off, it can kind of set you in somewhat of a tailspin, right? Start to start thinking how foolish of me, how come I didn't see the signs or here I go again, or will I ever find love or will I ever find the right person for me? Or I should have stayed with my last relationship or why my last, you just start going down a rabbit hole of emotions. If you're not careful, you will go into a tailspin of depression of anger and all those negative emotions based upon this person that just was not a good person, right? And I would say they're bad people, but they are, were not mature enough to keep it real as opposed to playing games, okay? So understand that you want to preserve your mental health. Number two, you want to understand that it's not your fault. When someone does this, it's not because of you is because of who they are and that's pretty much it they would have done it to the next person and the next person it has nothing to do with you your level of attractiveness your desire your ability has nothing to do with your intelligence they just got lucky and will continue until it catches up with them the third thing is seek help. Don't be embarrassed. Speak with a friend 
or a family member, right? That you genuinely trust or even speak with a healthcare professional. One of the coolest things that you can do when it comes to this type of interaction and discovery, I want to say coolest thing, is really and truly a journal. A lot of people journal. When you journal through this experience, you'll be able to step back as time goes on and you heal. You'll be able to look back at this and learn from the experience. So I want to land off on that. Make sure you're doing whatever necessary to make sure that you learn from this experience. Sometimes it just takes one good experience, one good disappointment for us to say, okay, I know what this looks like. This, 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 this is familiar. And you exit center stage. It's unfortunate, and I'll say this in closing, that we still have to safeguard ourselves and and in the hopes that we're dealing with people that are genuine. Understand that just because things don't work out doesn't necessarily mean that they were fake or just because things got to the point where the person was no longer interested doesn't necessarily mean that it was fake. Those fake connections are the ones who are specifically targeting you or anyone that is unsuspecting, posing as if they were interested just to fulfill their own need. So watch out for those fake connections and I wish you the best. And with that, this is Dee and I'm out. Bye.